Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. All right, let's do it live on a first Friday miracle edition of the program. Snow has befallen our fair city, my friend. Great. <laughs> no, we not look great, great in the cream, though, don't we? Not great. We look great in the creams. We do. We cream sickles are out. Splendid in our yeah, creams. These are gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. I um, love that we both had the same idea. It's the perfect coat for this weather. It is because it's be plenty better. warm. Yes, and 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 yet not too warm. It's not too bulky. No. And so in this weather, it it just it's fantastic. And it's beautiful. Yeah. How much snow did you get? A lot. Yeah, like, like three or four inches. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite Give a bit. Gibby, how much did you get? Uh, way more than I was anticipating. I, I, I thought I might get a dusting. Everybody kept saying East woke up at like 2 a.m. Cause that's what I do these days. Nice. I don't it's sleep convenient. anymore. That's very convenient. Um, and, Try uh, booze. looked outside, Try uttered booze. about five minutes of curse words and, uh, like five inches. It's or probably like three or four, three or four. That's what, yeah. that's what we're all at. We're all at. We're a little yeah. blanket. A little yeah. blanket. Yeah, yeah. Bootsy had the breaking news. We were, we had, uh. Had the big Halloween last night, and he had the breaking news. It's snowing. It's snowing. I'm like, it's not snowing. You out of your mind? And then I saw as it was hitting the lights from the street. That sure enough, sure enough, we did. He have was it. thinking yeah. snow day, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It's the first thing he said this morning when he saw it. He's <laughs> so funny. You say that I forgot because it was been so long ago. He popped up. He looked outside and he goes, "Snow day?" And I said, "No, three inches. That's not going to get you a snow day, brother. Get yourself we're together, not there. kid. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. we're not there." The um, it, the amazement of never ceases to amaze, and I'm sure I was like this when I was a kid, the notion that for 360-some days of the year, you are told no on candy. You can have none. Not, it's not bad. It's bad for I you. I don't know if you're getting told none. People still have candy. Well, you have they're, they're it, in but like, it's not, they're like, in you, business. I think even less so now than we were when we were kids. Like, it was common when we would go to the, when I would go to the grocery store with my mom, and she'd like, you get a candy bar. Like, that never happens. Like, yeah, we're yeah, never, no, no, no. like, get a candy bar. Like, that never no. happens. So, like, the idea, though, that on, on this one night, the price is dress up as something that you like or something cool or something scary. Or in many cases, as I saw or, last night, don't dress up at all. What are don't you? Dress up at all. I'm a teenager. Okay. Here's your candy. <laughs> you got one of those? Oh, yeah. I'm a teenager? Yeah, she's like, I'm a mean girl. I'm like, how about be nice and maybe give us a little more effort on the costume? Good for you. Yeah. Hold yeah. accountable. Yeah. How about a toothbrush for you yeah. as opposed to the – I like that. That's good. <laughs> My buddy, hold on. You're going to love this. You're going to love this. So I'm, I'm on the phone with uh, Jimmy Bang Bang yesterday, and he's getting ready for Halloween. I was like, oh, yeah, I got the kids coming now. I got yeah. the candy all put out. He's like, oh, man, I did get – I got no candy. He's like, oh. He's like, I got individually wrapped mint lifesavers. <laughs> I was like, 
Okay. Don't do that. That's worse than giving nothing. Agreed. Worse yeah. than turning the lights off. I think, they said, I don't do that, Jimmy. Yeah. And he, he, he agreed. Yeah. Jimmy, by the way, Jimmy's on his way to Myrtile. Myrtile. For a golf trip. Oh, he had ne- and he had never watched East Bend. I'm like, you need to watch the entire, download is the entire Myrtile portion. Third season, I believe, is when he goes to Myrtile. Oh, yeah. I sent him the Myrtile yeah. opening if for he the would first like one where he walks on the beach. And then he goes to. out there on his... <laughs> Trying to get his good base layer going. And he goes out there on his uh, boogie board with the surfers. <laughs> and they called him a sponge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of good in that I might have to two run and a half back. minutes. I yeah, Gibby. I was going to say, I can give you some establishments to go to. Gibby's the king of Myrtle. Of course he is. Not so great. Of course he is yeah, the king the, of Myrtle. He's the king of Myrtle. Of course he is. Um, but, yeah, so they, the candy accumulation was spectacular. I'm sure. Um, and now there will come a point here in the next month or so where we – slowly siphon it because there's no way that you can allow them to eat that much over the course of a no. of time and, and it just would and i found well. last night we had the fewest number of trick-or-treaters that we've ever had by a wide margin in fact i was starting to give out three and four candies a pop because right. we have an we have a candy surplus the likes of which the world has never seen I wonder if it's because, so I wonder, this is, a, but another buddy of mine um, had a similar experience. And, and I so did Gibbe. You had that experience too. So I wonder if what's happening is, is as kids move, p- people move into neighborhoods with little kids, little kids grow up, parents still live in neighborhoods, they stop trick-or-treating, and the next patch of young parents isn't moved it, in yet. If you are in a development. That's what I think. It is a big, big night. I had six kids last night. I had great candy. Lots of good stuff. Yeah. I had I six. Too. They made out really so well. Everybody pieces. got three of everything. I don't love Reese's Pieces. I busted. I had to, I had to go into one last of night. Of course you're going to. you That's, kidding me? It's just sitting there. And the small one's 60 calories. I'm like, this Psh, is no big free. Deal. No big deal. Oh, God. It's safe, pal. It's delicious. They, they yeah. get the, the shell is so perfectly thin and gives just enough chocolate into the peanut butter. It really is. It really is incredible. It really is. NBC was a pretty good Johnny Lawrence. So he did. We did a pretty good one of that. Oh yeah. He even has the hair. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he he got that pretty good. We did a pretty good Johnny I like Lawrence. That. Yeah, we did the makeup. I did the teeth. The blonde did the rest of it. Uh, he no, did that's good. that's legit. Yeah. Did we ever get a we were no shower? Nobody ever got to do this. <sighs> Last minute, kid bails on wanting to be the shower. I go, come on. What are we doing? The shower's iconic. you got to have that part You're of it. You're out of the friend group. It could be because I framed it all as that Johnny Lawrence was the aggrieved in Karate Kid. I know, and that was and a so bad job all, by you. They all wanted to be the cool kids. Nobody no, they're not. The the Cobra Kai, they're so bad. The they're dastardly. Like the, they're the best. Around. So the um, Nothing's ever gonna the one that ends up doing it was, ends up, it it's was on like my workout playlist. DK Metcalf. I'm like, of all, really? This is the switch to DK Metcalf? After yeah. what just happened? I know. I know. <laughs> I know it. This hurts Let my heart. Let me know. Heart. I'll go TP that kid's house tonight. This hurts my heart. <laughs> like, and then the other thing that I, is very common was the theme of like, hey, I'm going to be blank football player as a ruse to get a new jersey. Is really all Oh, there was a lot of a that. A lot of that. Like, hey, I'm going to be – Bootsy tried that. He's like, yeah, I think I'm going to be Justin Jefferson. Sure you are. I said, huh, interesting. I mean, he's a great player for sure, but, and it's cool uniform. I get it. But I said, I didn't really know. He's I always, I've always liked the Vikings, Dad. Really? And I know he's always had – I've said before, like, they get secondary teams. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah, in absolutely. the event, we're not in it. There's another rooting interest. So, like – and his secondary team was the Vikings, but his entire angle was to get a new jersey. That was the whole operation. By the way, respect. Yeah, it's a good way to, way to think around it. Um, so, there you go. And it is uh, – it was a nice night, though. Very good. Good. The, oh, my God. I'll save that for later. We might need the levity. Um, <laughs> all right. It is <laughs> – 
Let's hope not. Let's not. Let's have today be full of just. Well, uh, we'll know more at one forty-five. Uh, yeah, I want Coach joy. will speak at one forty-five. I want joy. That's I'll what I'm keep that for. story in the pocket because it's it's. Hold on to it. Pretty good. We <laughs> might need it. Um, it is November, kids. Home for Arizona on Sunday. Baltimore after that. In Baltimore, then Pittsburgh, then at Denver. That is the stretch. We are back at practice today. Coach will speak at one forty-five. We imagine that there will. We hope that there's some clarity. On the plan at quarterback, um, I hope that the clarity isn't day to day, because as, as your friend likes to say, aren't we all? Um, so hopefully again, hopefully we some, I, just some. I, I even appreciated last week where it was like, yeah, PJ's playing, Sean's going to rest. Okay, fine. Then it was right it off the get go. Yep, I know what it is. Let's go. We can adjust to it. Let's go. I. Uh huh. This week, okay. while I appreciated the clarity of last week uh-huh. and the lack of compute, I am that that outcome would make me sad for this week. Okay, I really want to see him play this week, I, and I think it's very important. <laughs> You're the only one, really. Yeah, just me. Just you. So I don't want that. All the rest of us are want... like, yeah, let's keep throwing fifty percent of our passes complete. Let's keep doing oh, that we're, stuff. We're let's... currently at forty nine point forty nine point five. Let's do that. No, no we, we all want it. All right, good. Yeah, we're. I, I'm lead. saying I want that over clarity. I'll take some I'm ambiguity. Hopeful. I'm hopeful for that. I'm hopeful for that. Ambiguity right now gives us the dumb and dumber. Here, I'm going to tell so you. So you're though, saying there's a chance. So saying there's a chance. I'll say this about ambiguity. Ambiguity has to end positively or it's far worse. Agreed. Then Agreed. if it ends negatively, then it's way worse. Of than, course. Hey, this is what we're doing this week, and we'll see on down the road I, next but week. But so. my eyes, I. You're glass half full. You thrive on enthusiasm. I'm an optimistic guy. Optimism. You're a cockeyed optimist. That's right. That's what you are. Um, hey, we had a trade deadline yesterday. Oh, did we? Uh, three oh two till three o'clock. Three o two. We got that news. No, no, no. You're you're generous with that. Was time. it three o one? It was three o'clock. Th- on the dot. Nice, good timing. On the dot. Donovan Peoples Jones traded to Detroit for a sixth round pick. I enjoy Donovan Peoples Jones a great deal. He's been a great friend of this program. Um, uh, I remember him as a rookie. I remember how excited we were when they drafted him. Uh, you and I almost kind of willed it into existence, I we felt did. like, doing that draft show. And we're hoping that he would be the guy. It was that way. And he came in and justified the drafting. It's an 800 yards last year. 862 um, last year. The way he blocked as a rookie when he was thrust in in Dallas, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. When he first, was like or 839 perfect, last year. Perfect in blocking it was his first as play. a rookie. He pancaked somebody on yeah. his very first play. Yeah. So, I, I don't – I mean, we, we how does it get here? How do you get to this point where it's basically – you draft a guy in a six-round pick, he far outplays the draft position, and then you trade him for a six-round pick. He received the highest performance bonus in the NFL last year. There you go. The highest, and certainly was very deserving of it. Donovan Peoples-Jones, and I said it yesterday, I tweeted this out, I I will miss him a great deal. I He's one of the people that I have supported and rooted for and liked and cared about uh, he's on he's on the short list of people that have, I've come kid. across in my Cleveland Browns career that I felt that way about. Um, he did everything the right way. Consummate professional, consummate teammate. You didn't hear him. You didn't hear him go to the media and cry one time this year. No, he has eight catches for ninety-seven yards. That's a joke. Now it's not his fault. He's been open plenty. It's just the way that, and we talked about it a little bit yesterday. That you know we got guys that were not really multiple read quarterbacks, and probably very few of our plays were designed necessarily for. Yeah, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Now he gets a chance to go to Detroit, and I think he's going to fit in very well, goes home. I think that he can unseat Josh Reynolds, you know, as kind of their long-term big wide receiver. 
to complement the speed of Jamison Williams, complement Amon, Amon Ross St. Brown in the slot, Sam Laporta, but they are such a run-focused unit. He's a great run blocker, and that's the thing. Obviously, we could say this year his re receiving production has not been there. Again, I will say it. I don't believe that it is his fault at all. That being said, if you watch a lot of our big runs, Donovan Peoples-Jones is the wide receiver down the field making that block. He is elite at it. He is big in pinning down in our pin-pull scheme. So Cedric Tillman, who I would imagine is going to be the beneficiary, and the guy that you drafted in reality to replace him. You you were for sure thought yeah. coming off of eight thirty nine going into this year. You expect maybe even more out of DPJ. You know you weren't going to be able to afford him. So Cedric Tillman was the succession plan all along for Donovan Peoples Jones. So you draft somebody, you get three good, really good years out of him, three plus, and you get exactly back what you drafted him. So it's almost like a costless transaction to you. Does it make us better right now? I don't know. Maybe it, it means more time for Marquise Goodwin to maybe create some space although we haven't seen him get going he's got three catches for 10 yards more time for Cedric Tillman he's got one catch for five yards these guys are going to have to step up now but I, I'm I will miss Donovan Peoples-Jones um his mom was a great fan she'd come to all yeah, the training right. camps she'd yeah. be at every single game she, she was great I don't know how you great could kid. make an argument that you're better for this in tw I don't for think right you now can. you can't I mean he is He's almost a thousand yard receiver well, a year ago, and it, you've just illuminated all the blocking stuff that he does. So, um, yeah, this now opens it up for others to get in there and play. Um, it also, and, and it, you get an asset back in a six round pick, is what you used on him. By the way, yeah, I would be remiss if I didn't note that Donovan Peoples Jones has played 439 snaps out of a possible 530. He played more snaps than any other receiver on our roster so far this year. Yeah, so, big replace. You're asking, there are a lot of snaps that are going to have to go somewhere else. And and that's a, to me, it's a I think that this is, it's a loss that maybe won't show up in the stat sheet per se, but it is one and less. And then maybe Cedric Tillman says, you know what? I can block too. I'm 6'3", 215. Sure. I'm going to go out there and be a great blocking wide receiver for his football team and then hopefully make some plays. But it, it it's not insignificant. It feels like the compensation was insignificant and maybe you know they trade him for a six and the reports out of Washington were that we offered a six to Washington so maybe that was a way to trade you know DPJ for Brissett if that were to work out but it did not and now here we are I'm gonna miss him I really liked him he got better every year who can ever forget you know his catch against the the Bengals the walk-off oh, winner geez. in week seven of 2020 and then yeah. he kind of came out that was it that, he caught his first pass ever in that game. Gibbe, trivia for you right now. Uno, chance to get another win for you. Uno, you got to go over and you got to get near in case you're going to buzz in. <laughs> Buzzing in, Uno. Donovan Peoples Jones caught his first career pass. Oh, I like this one. From whom? Gibbe. Uno, you got anything? Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> incorrect incorrect uno does he know Ooh, got a wild jarvis landry yes uno uno U N O. uno yes that's a great give a come on that's a great poll for we've the done kid. this we've done this exact question on this program at least five times <laughs>
And I That's will a good continue job. to probably get it wrong. It's a good job out of Uno. Uno. Strong showing Uno. out of him. Uno. 50 to 3, me. It's good. <laughs> oh, it's four. Don't sell him short. Good job out of Uno on that. We need like an Uno. Remember when UNLV had that kid on like U N. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. L V. Yeah, we need that. U N L V. That's when the running Rebs were. That's when they were rolling. They were rolling. Stacey Ogman, LJ, Anderson Hunt, Greg Anthony, George sh- Ackles. The Shark, George Ackles, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Squad right there. Oh, baby. Um, so you had that happen yesterday afternoon. Um, this roster otherwise was not added to at the trade deadline. There was, uh, we mentioned some of this stuff happened during our show yesterday, but then in the middle of the night, the Raiders fire everybody. One o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock Vegas time. Are they, well, are they mountain time or are they? I don't know. I was driving no, in no, and I West heard. West Coast. They're, so they're Pacific time? Okay. I was driving oh, yeah. in and I heard it happened and uh, he got fired by a for, via a fortune cookie. That's what I heard on the radio. P- our guy, he's on it. He's on it. PMT was on it. He's on it. <laughs> Yeah, he's got, he's tracked down all the right people. Um, no, Sources. not. Uh, but he was fired. Josh McDaniels, <laughs> Dave Ziegler, Mick Lombardi also fired by the Raiders yesterday. So Antonio Pierce is taking over as the head coach. This is a guy who was at Arizona State. Like Had a, a little scandal too. He going sure on. did. Like a year ago. Now he's going to coach. He's the team's coach from here from going going on going so forward. Safe Harbor doesn't apply there. No, I, I mean um, it applies, but. So the team is also going to start Aiden O'Connell at quarterback going forward. Jimmy Garoppolo has been benched. Um, I do wonder, like, do you cut Garoppolo? Does he become available? Uh, why wouldn't they have just why traded, they have traded him? him yesterday? The bozos. Well, did you I see know. the? Did you see the quote from Josina? I put in the rundown. Interesting. There com- were teams trying to reach out. <laughs> All right. So here's from Josina. Interesting comment from a team that is still hoping to pry a playmaker from the Raiders on deadline day. Explains why they ghosted us yesterday. Nobody responded yesterday. So people were calling the Raiders and nobody picked up yeah, the phone. Yeah, no one picked up the phone. <laughs> oh, man. So now the Raiders are reportedly paying Josh McDaniels and John Gruden somewhere between 40 and 80. That, nevertheless, it's, it's a, a, a large, large sum of money for them not to coach the team, depending on the Gruden settlement. Here's um, – I'm going to give you – I'm going to – let me just run something by you as a native of the Bay Area. Love and, it. And if you knew the uh, – for those out there, the the Mark Davis financial situation, not liquid, not great. Yep. If Mark Davis doesn't get Vegas, yep. is he, based on these two transactions, forced to sell the team? It's a great question. Possible. I mean, that's why they got rid of Khalil Mack in his prime. They could not they couldn't pay him. Write the check. They could so not he write- gets bailed out by Vegas. Yeah. And now he's more think- liquid than he was ever. But, but it, it's, you know. I think he probably just couldn't have gotten rid of them one of them would have remained he would have had i mean gruden was going to be gone like that felt like that was but like mcdaniels probably he just he should have fought it. harder for Gruden. i'm curious to see how that lawsuit turns out for me gruden. too i am too i think gruden will do okay in that i lawsuit. do too <laughs> he he's gonna do very well yeah. but then hmm yeah but now this one so like if if he doesn't get vegas is he sitting in oakland in the oakland alameda coliseum no new stadium in sight and like it almost. I don't think it's a good scene. No, I don't think it's a good scene. Mm-mm. No, no, it's a good. It's a very. It's a very good and valid point that could have been a, a financial disaster because they were, and now, I think probably from the time that let's say they had to trade Khalil Mack and all of that, and even before Vegas, like the way that the league is ramped up in terms of the money that goes yeah. to clubs, he's probably would have been fine either way. But that's you don't want to be throwing away, no, fifteen million a year in dead money to coaches that aren't coaching for you correct 
Yeah. Yeah. Because Gruden was 10 for 100, right? I think so. Wasn't that it? Was it 10, 100? That's I what I thought it was. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 10 years, 100 million. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's where that is. And then the idea that, like, those were your two hires, both fail. And by the way, Gruden, Gruden was a decent coach, maybe, Gruden based been on their talent. But, like, their inability to draft. Well, that was. Mayock and Gruden Mayock. in the first round is just a disaster. Yes. But they did. So. Yeah, One of their first round picks, I'm pretty sure, is on our practice squad. Leatherwood. Oh, hell yeah. The kid out of Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Who was a like, high first rounder. Yeah. Yeah. Cleveland Furl was on the Niners. Actually played pretty well for them. Yeah. Well, Ruggs is in jail. Ruggs is in jail. Arnett. Gary and Connolly. Damon Arnett. Two Arnett. kids out of Ohio State. And Arnett's not in the league. Well, yeah. Yeah. No, it's not great. The Abraham, the, the Jonathan Abraham, like, the safety out of Texas. He at least had one year where he was kind like of a he, dude, he but then he dude. went, yeah. Like, how do you not have the, hard how do you not have the wherewithal to just go? All right, we're gonna do all this. We're gonna bench. Like, go make moves. People are calling you. Like, you want to build your done, capital. They should have traded Garoppolo yesterday yes. for sure. Yes. Like Minnesota would have rather had Garoppolo than what, Dobbs. Wouldn't what they? are you doing? Yes. You know, just stupid, stupefying. That but, Arthur Smith is so arrogant, but so he probably wouldn't have taken. Did you hear him today? I can't. Guy, we haven't heard. I, I haven't heard him, but I just saw. There was an episode of South Park that was about smug, <laughs> and instead of smog, it was smug. Yeah. And like people who had too much smog would just kind of evaporate. Yeah. That dude would be in danger. Gone. <laughs> Gone. He, so he just kept reiterating today that Heineke's for this week. Like he wants to go back to Ritter. Really want to die on that hill, don't you? Jeez. They're a totally different team. Totally different team. Yeah. And by the way, with Heineke, it's still not good enough to actually do anything. No. But or to just by drafting B. John Robinson. Good enough enough to make the playoffs. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For For sure. sure. All right. Um, We will get some uh, some winners and losers from the trade deadline day. Remember, Coach Stefanski going to talk around 145. We will carry that for you live. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet. Sports betting partner, your Cleveland Browns, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Be sure to check out the Browns social media channels daily to play the Browns digital scratch-off game for your chance to win club seats and other great prizes. Presented by the Ohio Lottery, the official lottery of your Cleveland Browns. Um, in addition to all of those other things yesterday, my guy Arthur Smith, Tyler Heineke, going to get the start on Sunday. But only Sunday, uh, the Vikings are going to start Jaron Hall. So that is a Taylor Heineke, Jaron Hall. So they are not, Gross. Gonna, they're not going Dobbs. It's what it appears right now. They'd have to get, yeah. I mean, at least Hall knows like, all this stuff. I know, but the guy just the guy started. The, the the current NFL quarterback situation is borderline unwatchable. I've said it. I don't like your, ne- Hot take I don't like your negativity. It sucks. There's a lot of bad ball playing at that position right Listen, now. Listen, we've had three of the most entertaining games and finishes possible with P.J. Walker at quarterback. But you you and I have a vested interest in us. That's right. If you didn't, it wouldn't. Know what I mean? Dang. I don't know if he's wrong on that. So Me neither. I mean, let's count them. We you did got, it yesterday. I just want to get the, the, the final number of quarterbacks I like watching. Allen and Tua, Lamar, Burrow, CJ, 
uh, Lawrence. Russ, you got to – I mean, he's doing okay. The yardage isn't – the yards per attempt Mahomes, is garbage, Herbert. but he throws it. Mahomes, Herbert, so they get you to nine. Dak is ten. Well, we, is, might, we might want to – Will Levis so far. We might want to watch some Will Levis. Do it two weeks in a row. Gardner Minshew? Wait, Gunslinger? So I'm at 11 with Hertz. Um, Dak? I did him already. Okay. Goff would be 12. Yep. That's the only one in that. That's it. In the south, there's nothing. Um, in the west, you've got – you could say you'd watch Derek Carr every now and then. No, no uh-uh. I wouldn't. Not on Prime. Stafford, time. Stafford in the West. Purdy. I don't know. He's he's on the he's could be on the chopping block according he's to a, Pedro. No, he's not on the chopping block. Yeah, Pedro says Purdy that. and then now uh, Kyler's coming back Kyler next week, be, so that'll that'll yeah. help. <laughs> next week, please. Yeah, he is coming next back week. next week. It'll be next week. Yeah. Um, so it's like a 12. Well, it seems like what happens, like there's, I guess the big, bigger issue as we were going through that is there are several divisions that have nobody. Like there's nobody in the South I care to see. Yeah. And yeah. there's three fourths of the North I don't care to see in the NFC. So all of a sudden, when those teams play, what are we watching? And, Gross. and I will just Gross say ball. this somehow NBC refuses to flex out of games. So what is the point? I saw this going around today that they're going to do Jets. So Raiders. Jets and Raiders week are 10. a Sunday night football game in Week 10, and it's going to be the second time in like five days that the Jets are going to be in prime time or something like that. Yes. And twice in the, the course of a week or so that the Raiders are going to be in prime time. Yeah. Same so why are they days. not moving out? Are they saving their flops for later? What What is the I don't, motivation? I don't know. Like this past Sunday, I, they, I know why they kept it because it was L.A. and Chicago. It was the big TV markets. That's why they kept that. But you knew it was going to be a – trash game yeah for sure but if we win us against the ravens is far more compelling a hundred percent so i do that might that game might have been protected that week because we i believe are going to be fox a game we're on fox for that afc versus afc bo question yes is there only a certain amount of swaps they can make i don't believe so are they capped? Or they once, it's, once it's open swap season, I think you could swap all you want. Swap till you drop. See, that's the way it used to be, but I don't know in the new way if it is with this new deal because, to your point, our game against the Ravens is a Fox game. That was always would have been a CBS game. Yep, but that's so in, in the, the way new that, package, it's draw, that it's drawn. In the new package, I don't know if NBC has quite the unilateral pull that they did previously. I think there are games that are protected from them every week. Okay. And, then it, they that's, and I so believe Browns-Ravens was protected. Yeah. So there's probably not anything else that they can – If Gibby says it, it must be so. Hold He's on. saying it emphatically. You, don't look. Just stay. Just stay. We, we People would trust you. you. I no, trust no, I'm you. looking up the NBC, how many games. Were you um, – we, we talked a little bit about some of the winners and the losers in the trade deadline. The Niners win very big, getting Chase Young for a third-round pick. By the way, if he leaves, the compensatory – Will be a third-round right pick. Back. Yeah. So and they have nothing. like three compensatory thirds that were all in a row anyway, nothing. because Rand Carthon, yeah, and uh, because of Demeco. All yeah. right, so NBC Sunday night uh, NFL can flex games into and out of NBC Sunday night football window twice between weeks five and ten, which they've only flexed one, I believe. Oh, week ten's next to it's already yeah. What one have they and flexed? as many times as it wants between weeks eleven and seventeen. What have they flexed? Okay. What changed? Uh, there was. Did they flex out of a Jets or something? Because they showed the Patriots and Jets all the time. There, there was They've there was so one on game those. that was flexed. Into a Sunday night. Yeah. Hmm. Because Feels that like Sunday nighter went one. to four thirty. Uh, it was just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. 
This is beautiful. It's cream. I'm oh, working yes. on it. It's the juxtaposition with the brown and orange. It's just flawless. The brown just sh- shimmers in it. Agreed. How did starter go from just dominating the jacket? Like a a good sports jacket was a starter in much the yeah. same way that like a Polaroid. Yeah. Like they were. I mean, I had. I think. Oh well, starters. then they had the pullover winter ones too. Pullover that had ones the was zip, the great the flap. The half zip, and then you have your zip hands in the hand, and yeah, then the you pocket. got the flop here, and you, you got the two right colors on the shoulders. That's right. Yeah. I had a great. I think my guys at Homage are selling those now too. I had a great. I had obviously the Hornets, duh. Of course, yeah. And I had a great San Jose Sharks because that was a beautiful. That's great. My black teal. Yeah, that's <laughs> that was good combo. You're a big teal guy as a kid. You like that teal. I did. I like the teal. I like the teal. I was teal strong. Yeah, steel steel teal is strong. Yeah. I think I my brother had the Hornets and I had the Orlando Magic. Must have been something like we had to get expansion teams or something. I don't know. I um, feel like it was week six because Bills Giants ended up being the game on Sunday night. Yeah. But I feel like they flexed out like Rams Cardinals or could be Tampa Bay Detroit. I know Tampa Bay Detroit moved that week. Yeah, I remember that too. And that I it moved, but I thought it moved, moved into to the, get more prominence. It moved yeah, into like a four o'clock window is the way that I remembered that yeah. one. Um, I don't know, but again, you have two flexes and you didn't use any of them, and you definitely had opportunities. You know what bugs me about yesterday? Up on a Sunday night. Yeah, well, that's true. This honestly is, other than like your game that you care about, there's nothing this weekend. It's not great NFL. It's not what our game's good, and then the game in in Germany's good. Isn't the Sunday night Sunday Bills? night game Bengals? Oh no, no Bills Bengals. That's right. Yeah. The, the the one the the afternoon slate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Lacks got Bills it. Bengals. So you can do. Chiefs Dolphins, which is awesome. That's Saturday Sunday morning. Yep. And then you get that one, and then ours ours is there. But that's the rest of the slate. I like that because I don't really get to watch the four o'clock, so I don't mind that. I'll come home. Yeah. Maybe I'll get a little beef soup going. I like I don't that. Know. Can't say I wouldn't. Who's gonna blame you? Not me. Nobody would. Um, it disappointed me yesterday. We went over a lot of the trades that happened, some of the winners and losers, Niners and uh, Bears, and some of the activity there. the The only other thing that it annoyed me that there wasn't that Brissett. Winston and now that we know Garoppolo weren't dealt to teams that could use them. Agreed. That sucks. Agreed. I would have loved to have seen it. I, I I'm sorry. I, if you okay, Jacoby here, and hopefully the truth is hopefully he would never play. Yeah. But him being here would be just a warm blanket. Sure would. Jameis to Minnesota. Oh, I love that. Have to. Yep. I mean it's the fact Bombs that, over Baghdad. The fact that he didn't and they went with Dobbs is wild to me. Yeah. And Dobbs, the last few weeks, has not been great. No. Uh-uh. Five interceptions in his last four games. He leads the NFL with eight fumbles. Yep. Like, yep. I saw something today saying that get Dobbs, at least he doesn't throw interceptions. That's five in four games. I don't know. Are we, it's a lot, coach. Eight fumbles yep. leads the NFL. Are we not paying attention to that? I don't know. No, no we're not. No. All right. By the way, the NFL only flexed that Detroit Tampa from one o'clock to four twenty five. Yeah, never a in prime flex. Window, so no, so no prime flex. NBC so they didn't use it. any of their flexes. I'd have to see what the rest of that weekend looked like to understand. Well, they, why there they were options. Do. I mean, we've we've seen a few that were yeah. rough. It's pretty All right, wild. Coach Stefanski up next. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on eight fifty ESPN Cleveland. Twenty-five is playing at a really high level for them. Buda Baker's playing at a high level. He's a ball hawk, so have to know where he is at all times. Offensively, you know, I think Drew's doing a really nice job with that offense. Uh, it's it's ver- it's a version of of what we've run, but they they put their own spin on it. I think it's a very 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 physical offensive line. 
uh, Yelda, you know, at the heart of that thing as well. So really, really physical group. Um, and they have skill players. I mean, they have speed, they have quickness, they have size. So really have to be about our business. And then Coach Rogers and the special teams, I think, he does an outstanding job. Uh, they, they've always had good teams out there, and, and they continue to do so. So looking forward to, to that challenge. Uh, with today, we have a bunch of guys that were, were resting and or working through injuries. So we uh, adjusted practice a little bit. So we'll be out there for a, a good individual, uh, a good seven-on-seven seven full speed. And then we'll slow it down to a jog through uh, in our team periods just to take a little bit off some of their legs. Uh, Deshaun will practice on a limited basis. Uh, and then we'll update you guys uh, throughout the week. Uh, but with that, I'll take any questions. Sean, be in the seven on seven. He'll be limited, so we'll see. Are you hoping that he plays Sunday? Yeah, as you can imagine, I'm, I always just kind of keep it day to day, and, and we'll focus on today. He'll be out there, uh, and we'll see how he does. Correct. I'm not making any game day decisions today. PJ remains a backup. Yes. Um, when you have a young quarterback like PJ, uh, Amari Cooper, does he have sort of like an influence over him? And he, I'm asking you because there was a play near the goal line. You were breaking the huddle, and um, Amari said something to PJ. And then PJ throws the ball to him, and he had the line open. So does he have kind of like that? Influence over a young guy. Well, I would tell you, Amari has seen a lot of football in, in his career, and he's got a great insight uh, with the quarterbacks. So those conversations happen in every game on the sideline. Those happen. Those conversations happen with me. Amari comes up to me every. Uh, how, how challenging is it? For both. Yeah, we, we don't expect to know until 90 minutes before or if they decide to name somebody. So you prepare for everybody. You prepare for Jeff Driscoll, who's on their roster now as a practice squad player. So uh, we go do our homework on all of them. There's tape on all of them. I obviously, understand uh, Kyler Murray is a great, great football player. I've seen him firsthand. Uh, he, he's great. Uh, Tune is a, a kid that we did a lot of work on uh, coming out. Uh, can make every throw, athletic, uh, good decision maker. Uh, so we have to be prepared for all of them. Get your hands up. Uh, I haven't checked my phone, not yet. If Deshaun Watson can't go, so are, you, are you saying that PJ will be the starter this week if Deshaun can't play? Correct. The, the fact is, though, none of those three quarterbacks has played it down this year. Correct. So what about that challenge? Well, I think but the, there's tape on all of them uh, through into the preseason, Tony, and I, I think, you know, Every week, every team in some form or fashion is dealing with injuries. You know, we're no different than that. So uh, the other team does their homework. They, they pull up tape from previous games, if, if you will, and, and try to understand what their strengths are. So that's what we're doing. Darius's injury, and, and where, what's his status as of right now? Yeah, he's, uh, you know, working through a neck injury, but I'd say he's, uh, you know, we'll just rest him, but I, I feel good about Zadarius. Feel about uh, you know not ending up with a, a veteran quarterback now, even though if you guys really tried to get one. But do you feel comfortable for the rest of the season with what you have? Yeah, I think, like I mentioned to you, uh, Mary Kay, I, I like our roster. I like the guys we have. Does, uh, does Cedric Tillman have a, an opportunity to do more than what we've seen? He does. Yeah, and you know, obviously, you guys saw the trade with Donovan. Um, you know, a guy that 
we all love having seen him grow up in this building. Uh, had some really, really great moments for us. So wishing him the best. But it does open up, uh, you know, an avenue towards playing time for Sed and for some other guys as well. Why did he uh, fit, so to speak, as far as this year? He just didn't seem to get the the targets and any opportunities. I, I wouldn't read much into that. Small sample size. Obviously, had a couple things going on. Um, throughout those games, uh, but I wouldn't read much into it. I think we'll see. Uh, those are all conversations that you, you have each week. Uh, Austin does a nice job for us uh, throughout the week. Did you make that trade with um, knowledge that you wanted to get Cedric more involved? Well, I think you, yes, of course, you know if you do that, that does open a, a uh, pathway to getting said more involved. You know, we know what Kyler Murray has been in his career, but is he the same quarterback in Drew Petsing's offense for Jack? I don't know if anybody knows that uh, yet until he takes a snap. I, I know he's supremely talented, can make every throw, great movement skills. I mean, he's a great football player. Do be under center more than it? Don't know. Yeah, good question. Yeah, but it's that's football. I mean, you go into week one sometimes with a quarterback who's in a new system, you just – you know, you do your homework based on what the system is, but uh, you have to be prepared to defend it all. That's kind of a week one field, In some ways, yeah. I mean, if, if they'll have a quarterback under center that hasn't been under center for them just yet. Have you seen that Cedric in practice? Or in the shotgun. In practice, and I guess it was limited to time, that makes you think that he's ready for a bigger one. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've seen it in games. I've seen it in practice. Uh, preseason games, it is. Uh, reason we like the kid when he's coming out I mean he's big physical ball skills uh, so he's he's been working very very hard uh, have not to date been able to get him going and, and a lot of that becomes roster you know based on who's available and you can only bring so many to the game but uh, he's remained very diligent works hard at it Ken, what, has been, what has been uh, the reason for such success running the ball since the bye Always a combination of things, but I'd give credit to the players first of all. Uh, you know, I think the, the schemes, the technique, uh, those type of things that they're executing the plan. I think the coaches put together a really good plan, and uh, you know, I, I really trust our guys. I trust the, the guys that are blocking, be it the offensive line, tight ends, wide receivers, you name it. I think we have uh, some diversity of skill sets with our runners. You said you two talked. How did that conversation go from your vantage point? Yeah, I'm not going to add much to my conversations with our guys. Kareem's a pro. Um, he's he's doing a good job for us. In the past, when, when Chubb was active, mm -hmm. it seems like he could always settle the offense down during a game, like going a series, which is him, especially after turnovers. Mm -hmm. Can you still you have the confidence to do that with this committee now? Yeah, I mean, you know, I just saw Nick. Uh, obviously, Nick's a special player. Uh, and when we talked about it way back when, you don't replace him. But I have a ton of confidence with our, our guys. And, and I, I mean, all, all three of them, with Jerome and with Kareem and with Pierre, I have a lot of confidence in them. When you, when you say we got to eliminate those turnovers, I mean, wouldn't that be a way of doing it? Yeah, I mean, eliminating interceptions, potentially, yes. Uh, but, you know, we talk a lot about with those giveaways, just ball security technique. We just have to be better in our technique. Uh, on Monday when we talked to you, you were not ready to you know, commit to, to P.J. still as the backup. 
did you go back and study more film and realize that, or why did you? No, I would again wouldn't read much into that. Just every week gonna make decisions, you know, when I have to, and, and each day. Kevin, guys were saying after the game that you guys just work your screen game all the time in practice. But what goes into making it as effective as it was on Sunday? Uh, you know, it's always a matchup-based thing for us. You know, you're trying to different defenses allow for different screens, if you will. Uh, but then, you know, I, I beat the players and the coaches up just, or we beat the players up on uh, the details and the nuance of that game. And, and I say it all the time, it takes all 11 to get any part of your offense going. Certainly the, the screen game, you have to have all 11 guys. And sometimes it's the receivers uh, running their routes at full speed. Uh, little things like that, I think, landmarks and timing, it's just it's got to be so precise. Uh, but it's really a game-to-game -game proposition. In trying to avoid a repetition of the Indianapolis experience with Watson, have you changed the process at all as you evaluate the quarterback this week? Yeah, I think every week's different. When you're working through an injury, every week is different and how you feel day to day. So this week's just completely different in my perspective. Greg and DeWine, is there any concern that those are long-term? Either could be a long-term uh, We'll see. I think this week we'll see over the next couple of days how they respond. To the roster, um, there are fans out there, you know, wondering why the roster was not added to. I know you're not Andrew, but I know you had those conversations mm -hmm. with him. Just uh, what, what makes you feel so good about the, this group going forward that you've got enough to achieve your goals? Yeah, I would tell you. Like I mentioned earlier, I, I like our team. I like our guys. I like our locker room. Uh, there's there's things that I know we all can do better, and, and we will. Uh, you know, Andrew and the personnel department, they, they work on those things. It's a 365-day uh, thing that they're working on, so that doesn't change. Uh, but I would tell you I do like our roster. I know you talk about set, obviously, but David Bell seems like another young guy who would be in line to get more touches. Just what have you seen from him so far this year? Yeah, it's a, it's a good point, Ashley. He's been very dependable like he, like he is, uh, does the right thing, uh, catches the ball when it comes his way, uh, so uh, has proven to be a dependable player for us. So you lost the one offensive tackle on the practice squad and added another mm -hmm. veteran guy. He's got to get up to speed for this right? Yeah, we have other options uh, there as well, uh, th you know, with our roster. No, we'll, we'll talk after. Make sure they're physically ready to go in practice, but how do you keep guys like that mentally ready when they're not getting a lot of in-game activity to be ready for their moment like this. Yeah, you know, that's something we talk about a lot, Cam, just staying ready. And, and it happens, I, you know, every position. You, you don't expect maybe a guy to play, have to play in week one or week 10, whatever it may be. And, and I think you see guys that stay ready. And it may be as simple as when you're not in on a particular play in practice, you're paying attention and you're you're standing next to your coach and you're you're putting yourself in the game as we call it and getting those mental reps and uh, watching the plays unfold and and sometimes you'll see some of our players stand behind the group and literally go through the play while it's taking place even though they're not in so it's part of being a pro is is getting yourself ready because you just don't know when that number is going to get called. Andrew Andrek is an experienced running back. Mm -hmm. um, 
your runners seem to be in good health at this point. Why, why would you bring him? Yeah, I think, as you know, with, with the practice squad roster at the size that it is, I think you're always trying to bring in good football players, guys that may help you down the line, guys that will help you in practice. Uh, he's somebody that has uh, played well uh, in his given moments and opportunities, so uh, just trying to make sure that we're always looking for ways to add to the roster. Yeah, I think it all helps. I think, like we mentioned, you know, he's making progress. He's working through it, uh, working very hard, uh, both in this building, out of this building, really around the clock. So uh, I think all of the time, all of the rehab uh, continues to make, uh, you know, a difference. Okay. Thanks, guys. Well, there you have it, Coach Stefanski, and a uh, a get a bit of a look of Deshaun Watson today at practice, and then not a designation on the injury report. So big news there, and we'll see how the week goes. Yeah, he said he would be limited today, and he was asked if he'd participate in the seven on sevens. He said, "We'll see." My guess is, if that's all they're doing today, that <laughs> that would be part of it. It think? will be. Yeah. Well, I I hope so because yeah. if he if he does participate in that seven-on-sevens and, and takes the ball and throws it and, and looks like himself, that will bode well for the rest of the week. I've said all along. And I feel like we're close now. And so this is – it feels like positive ambiguity right now, more so than perhaps in the past. Um, and, and we'll see. But this is kind of, you know, where my head's been at, and you guys have kind of told that, not scores obviously, but just from my head has been that – it felt like it was possible for this week, and, and it still feels that way. And if it is, I think that will be so beneficial to him and to this team to get him out there against the Cardinals, uh, against a team that really has, has struggled mightily. I mean, This week is critical for next week. Yes, I think this week is more important for next week than it is necessarily for this week. Yeah. You're going to get the Cardinals right now are giving up 71% completions, 247 yards a game, one-and-a-half touchdowns a game, 101.6 rating, which is the third best in the NFL. They've given up one passing touchdown every single game. They've given up a 100-plus rating in four of the last five, and the one that they didn't was 94.2. Like, this is a team that you get well against as a quarterback, and I think being back and playing well allows you to go into Baltimore free, which I think you need to be to go in there and try to beat this Ravens team. Well, I don't, you're not beating them any other way. That's right. So, yeah, I mean, it's, this, is a, this will be a critical day today, how this goes. Yeah, I'm going buttoned up. I'm going to go with one. For right now. Is it one? one? How many do you have? I went two. Two. Okay. Two, because one I found wouldn't hold it. But coming out of that presser, I kind of wanted a little bit of a buttoned up. You know what I mean? Three, I think, because I have a little bit of a longer torso. I don't have a problem with that. There it is. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Buttoned Sets up. a tone. Sets it does a tone. set a tone. It's, a, it's a business. It's business, baby. We're not. We, We're limited. We, we, f- come on, Ford. Let's go. Let's, come on, let's baby. Let's get practice in. Let's, hey, now. Let's get us a little bit of a week here. And and handle your business and 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 build. Uh, this we're going to meet the Cardinals coming up next. Quite frankly, you need to meet them. Well, you don't need to, but in order to know who you're going to watch in the game on Sunday, unbelievable amount of rookies. I think they have twelve of them, which yeah. uh, and an unbelievable amount of undrafted free agents just across their roster. Period. Like, yeah. period. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. It's 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 one of those ones where the business ought to be taken care of. We will do that coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, sports betting partner of Cleveland Browns, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
Over the last 90 years, family-owned and operated Rumpke Waste Recycle has grown to become one of the largest waste and recycling companies in the United States. They are proud to be the recycler of choice for the city of Cleveland. Visit Rumpke.com to learn more. The Arizona Cardinals are on deck. Can I just tell you, um, their, their new unis are great. The white ones are really clean. Um, and I like I like all of them. I think they did a decent job with those. If, uh, save for a rebrand, I think that's about as good as you can do what the Cardinals have done. I enjoy them. I they like the, nice the all whites. The all whites. Yeah, yeah, they're very nice. Jonathan Gallinger, Gannon is your head coach. First season, one and seven so far. NFC champion as a defensive coordinator of the Eagles. He is an 0-1 graduate of St. Ignatius. How about that? How Series about record it? overall well, Browns. How about it? How about it? Browns are 33-16-3. However, the Cardinals have won five. Uh, the last five, rather, and the last two played in Cleveland. That would be the Cardinals winning 37-14 in 2021. I remember that one well. Um, and the last time out. DBJ, I think, caught a Hail Mary in that one at the end of the first half. Did he really? If I'm not mistaken. Jeez. Is that right, Gibby? Is that how that one went? Yeah, Gibby, Gibby, Gibby confirms that yes. one. That's how that one went. All right, so, so there Gibby's you go. Gibby's memory for specific awesome plays only goes back to 2021. 21, and then yeah. it shuts down. Then it shuts down. I don't mind that. You got You have to call your memory. You yeah, you need it all. was calling all every game from a national TV booth in 2020. <sighs> yeah, that's I true. Think we, I think we only use 10% of our brains. I only think we use 10% <laughs> of our hearts. That's what they say. All right, let's meet the Cardinals, and for that we go to Dr. Z. Would you like to start on offense, or would you like to start on defense? Offense. All right. They will have a new quarterback. Yes, they will. Because Clayton Toons played one snap. He has one pass for four yards, an 83.3 rating on the season. All right. (laughs) One pass for one. One for one, four yards. He hit it. He hit it. Dobbs had started the whole year for him. He was one and seven as a starter. Now it will be Clayton Toon. They signed Jeff Driscoll. I believe, as well, to the practice squad, and they've got Kyler Murray. But it sounds like, from all accounts, it's going to be Clayton Toon. In the preseason this year, 57.6% completions, 353 yards, a touchdown, a pick, and a rating of 73. That's in the preseason. He was pick number 139 in this draft. DTR was pick number 140, both in the fifth round. At Houston, he is second all-time in passing touchdowns and total touchdowns. Last year, he was first-team All-AAC, 67% completions, 4,074 yards and 40 touchdowns, ran for another 544 and 5. Good luck to him. They can run the football. They are without their two-time Pro Bowl running back, James Conner, who's been on IR since Week 5 with a knee injury. So they have turned to undrafted free agent this year, Amari DiMercato. Coming off of a career-high 20 carries for 78 yards last week, he's got 49 carries, 195 yards, and a touchdown on the season. Ohio State fans may remember him. DeMarcado ran for 150 yards and a touchdown against Michigan in the semifinal last year as a member of TCU. There you go. Yeah, no game tape for the Wolverines for that one. Shame. Feels like it didn't go as well. Looking at the wrong signs. I don't know. What were those, dummy signs? Oh, no. Now we can't stop anybody. Perhaps they have a mauling offensive line in the run game. They're, in fact, when you look at what some of the things they've done in the run game, it's pretty impressive to me. They have 13 runs of more than 20 yards this year. That is tied with Miami for the most in the NFL. Jeez. They have 29 runs of 10 yards or more. That's fourth in the NFL. They are currently the number four rushing team in the league, 137.8 yards per game. They're averaging 5.1 yards per carry, second to only Miami. So, a lot of that was Connor. Connor was 364 yards, 5.4 yards per carry. But now it's Di Mercado. Bo, yes. Are you doing you're doing the offense because yeah. you just did this? Gannon saying, did you see this? Gannon saying 15 minutes ago that Kyler Murray's fired up to possibly play this week. 
I didn't see it. This is from Taylor Bashotti, who covers that. She's with NFL Network, right? Isn't that? Yeah. This is from Gannon. From her, it's all verified. Jonathan Gannon says Kyler Murray is fired up to potentially play this week. What does that mean? No idea. I know. I thought that was germane to the offensive conversation around the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. Does change things a little bit. A little bit, yeah. It does, and it is quite relevant. If it is Kyler Murray, he is a two-time pro bowler. Last we saw him. Hold on. What? What? I mean, I have every scenario. I mean, this for. is unbelievable. You get an interruption for me for a Jermaine point. If it and without skipping a beat, if it is Kyler Murray, boom, huge penis. Thank you very much, Kyler Murray, two-time Pro Bowler. Last we saw him in 2022, three and eight as a starter, 66 percent completions, 2,368 yards, 14 touchdowns, seven picks, a rating of 87. Point two also ran for 418 and three scores first career 25 and 31 is a starter 67 percent completions 84 touchdowns 41 picks 92.5 rating my guess is this is gamesmanship from them saying forcing us to prepare for kyler murray as well now yeah. they may do it it feels more likely that you would hold him out till week 10 you're home against atlanta and put him in a position to succeed, bro. This would be like, a very this, a tough this would be a tough one. Tough inclement one. weather. This yes. defense, like why? Why do that? Right. So we talked about their ability to run the fall, ball. They've not been a great passing offense. Twenty eighth in the NFL so far this year uh, under Dobbs, five point four an attempt. Their tight end Zach Ertz is on IR, so it's Trey McBride, last year's second round pick, who won the Mackey Award in twenty twenty one, coming off of a career high. 10 catches for 95 yards and a touchdown his first of the season. In fact, that was, they set a franchise record, 10 catches most by a Cardinals tight end in their franchise's history. Um, and then in receivers, they got Hollywood Brown, the former first-rounder of the Ravens, who has a 1,000-yard season under his belt. He leads the team with 38 catches, 416 yards, and four touchdowns. Rondale Moore, 19 catches, 123 yards, 17 rushes, 147 yards, 8.6 a pop. And by the way, he has, that is a, Cardinals franchise record for most rushing yards by a wide receiver in a single season. He also leads all NFL wide receivers in that category. Debo Samuel second. He's in the 90s. Um, by the way, McBride, I mentioned the 95 last week. He's got 186 the last three. That's fourth among all tight ends in the NFL. They got a third-round pick out of Stanford named Michael Wilson, who has 25 catches for 401 yards, two touchdowns. He's averaging 16 yards per catch. This guy was often injured in college but playing well. 16 yards per catch, that's sixth in the NFL among qualifying receivers. His 401 yards are fifth amongst rookies so far this season one note on hollywood brown who leads the team with four touchdowns he scored seven times with arizona six of them at home only one on the road so that's their team you can get some pressure on them paris johnson the sixth overall pick he's given up two sacks early here in his rookie season that'll be a nice reunion him and big thanos yeah the bookends of the buckeyes well whipler would be, was the center whipler was the center so as well all there, they're yeah. all there also the Cardinals picking up in the last hour, adding Hassan Hall to their practice squad. Yes. Former Browns running back. There you go. There you go. Out of Georgia Tech. Their guards, uh, Will Hernandez, who was the pick right before Nick Chubb in the 2018 draft. Uh, Dennis Daly had to come in for Tristan Colon, who went out with an injury. DJ Humphreys is their left tackle. He was a first-round pick in 2015. Their center is Yelda Froholt. 
I heard Coach mention that in the presser. Yeah, the former Loving Brown started six games for the Browns last year. He started every game so far. This season has not allowed a single sack. So that's who they are on offense. On defense, who are these Arizona Cardinals? Well, their lone pro bowler on their roster is on the defensive side. That's Buda Baker. Up front, they have nobody you've heard of, literally. Jonathan Ledbetter, Lecky Fotu, Kevin Strong, Rookie out of six-rounder Dante Stills has two-and-a-half sacks, actually. He's done well. Linebackers, Kaiser White followed Gannon over from Philadelphia. He leads the team with 69 tackles. Zaven Collins, their first-rounder in 2021, has a career-high three-and-a-half sacks. Dennis Gardeck, who was a special teams player, is now playing for them. He's got four sacks to tie for the team lead. Uh, he's played well. Um, this is a team that has done a good job getting after the quarterback, quite frankly, which is uh, it feels surprising when you kind of go through who is on this squad, but they've been able to get after the quarterback a little bit. You've got Gardeck with four. You've got a guy named, oh, baby. That's right, he Look likes that these. Jacket. Yeah. That jacket is gorgeous he's wearing. They have a – that is beautiful. He's a well-dressed man. Sartorial splendor. Always. Senior swag. Swag. Victor Dimukeji, a sixth-round pick out of Duke in 21, has four sacks to tie with Gardeck. He never had a sack before this season. So their corners are dreadful. Marco Wilson, their fourth-round pick, giving up 80% and 132 rating, three touchdowns this year. Starling Thomas has played a lot for them as well, an undraft free agent. He's 80%, 129. Buda Baker's only played three games. He has not done well so far. No picks, no passes, defense, 125 rating in coverage, but he's a five-time Pro Bowler, so he is good. Jalen Thompson, their other safety, is actually playing pretty well. He's a fifth-rounder in 19. In fact, only supplemental draft player still in the NFL. He's picked in the fifth round of the supplemental draft in 2019. Wild. They've got Antonio Hamilton Sr. as their other starting quarterback. He was an undrafted free agent with the Raiders in 2016 who has two career picks, and he can get torched. They do have a nice rookie, Garrett Williams, third rounder out of Syracuse. He's played well this year. He's got an interception, only given up 50% completions. But this is not a good football team. However, they are 24th in the NFL with eight sacks. They have 11 players who have at least one sack, which is second in the NFL behind Baltimore as 13. They have six players with two or more sacks. They have five players who already have set new career highs in sacks this season. Dimukeji with four. He had zero. Land, Zaven Collins has three and a half. He had two sacks in his first two seasons combined. Kevin Strong has two and a half sacks this year. He has three and a half for his career. He's been in the league since 19. Kaiser White, two sacks. That's a career high for him. He came into this one. He had three sacks in his whole career. This is his sixth season. And then Jonathan Ledbetter, one and a half sacks. He has three for his career, and he's been in the league since 19 as well. So, wild. They make plays behind the line of scrimmage. 43 tackles for loss this year, fourth most. But you can get them. Quarterbacks, as I said earlier, 71% completions against them. Quarterback rating of 101.6. That's the third highest. They've allowed two 300-plus yard games. They've allowed one passing touchdown in every game. Five of the eight quarterbacks they played have finished with two or more total touchdowns. Running backs, 110 yards, 4.43 yards per carry. They're giving up 140 total yards and 1.5 touchdowns a game. They're running backs. They've given up at least one running back touchdown in six of eight games and four 100-yard rushers so far this season. They've allowed three 100-yard receivers this year as well, and they've given up six touchdowns to wide receivers in the last four games, their corners, which is interesting because we have – can you guess how many wide receiver touchdowns we have this year? How many guys have caught them or how many we have, period? Either way, the number's low. I'm going to go four. One. Ah. Fantastic. Amari Cooper. We have one receiver touchdown? That's right. Well, Bo, we've only thrown – right. That's right. There's not even that many. 
we've thrown we've Deshaun's thrown four, PJ Walker's thrown one. We've thrown five touchdowns. Five five touchdowns yeah. in the season. Two to Jerome Ford, one to David Njoku, one to Harrison Bryant, one to Amari one Cooper. To Amari Cooper. Jerome Ford still leads his team in receiving touchdowns this year. Like I said, Russell though, Wilson's thrown sixteen. Sixteen. That's right. Uh Tight ends, they've been tough so far. Cards have only allowed one touchdown. That was Mark Andrews last week, only one over 50 yards. That was Darren Waller back in week two. Uh, but th- they're not a good, this is not a good football team. They've lost, you know, five straight games. They've beaten, you mentioned this earlier, I think the Browns in five straight, which is their longest streak against any team in the league. <laughs> That's, you know, we want to get off that list. Yeah, let's get off the list. Let's get off that list. So there it is. That's who they are. Not great. Interesting factoids for you about this game, though. I think it's very interesting. When Kevin Stefanski, during his time in Minnesota from 2006 to 2019, Jonathan Gannon, the head coach, was the assistant DB and quality control coach from 2014 to 2017. Mm-hmm. Drew Petzing worked with him directly, was the assistant wide receiver, assistant quarterbacks and wide receiver coach, then was on our staff as a quarterback coach. Nick Rallis, the defensive coordinator, was there as defensive quality control and assistant linebacker coach, 18 and 19. And their outside linebacker coach, Rob Rodriguez, was there as the assistant defensive line coach, 2015 to 2019. Petzing and Stefanski coached together for nine consecutive seasons from 2014 to 22. So a lot of feel there, a lot of familiarity. They even have as one of their titles, importing offensive minds from Cleveland. Talking about Drew Petzing and go. Israel Wolfork. So that's who they are. We are better than them. We should beat them. Do you think um, – so right now they would have the number one pick in the NFL draft, and Caleb Williams is there, Drake May is there overall. Do you think that they are – that they like they clearly would take a quarterback if for no other reason to reset your situation. Do you think they are playing – I guess what I maybe I'll put it this way. Don't you think they are playing Murray to showcase him for an offseason trade? Uh, that I don't know about. I, I don't know. I mean, if you still think that he is your guy and maybe they're give, they're playing him to find out, like, do we think he's a guy? Because otherwise you could just throw Marvin Harrison in there, give well, him the ultimate weapon. Well, or you trade out of one where the bounty would well, be Well, you enormous. would trade out of one. I would only want to trade out of one where three. I'm still getting Marvin Harrison. Yeah. Cause the bears right now are picking two and three. Right. So you'd be, you would go, it'll go Arizona, then bears, bears. So you'd, you're not going to get Harrison if you. You could convince the Bears to come up. Maybe for they'll, something they'll be still get Harrison. Anything, it seems. Well, they wouldn't want somebody to jump them. That's provided they like Williams more than May. I think you always like one. In the mock, go back to, there's a yacht, a Yahoo mock just had uh, May going ahead of Williams. But whoever it is, whoever it there's going to be one person that, that they you want. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be a heavy bounty to move up. We've done this before. This the quarterback's not the position where you're like, well, I like all these. We'll yeah, take whatever's true. there. It's that's like, true. no, this is who I believe in the most. And my you job is tied guy. to that. My livelihood is tied to that. My family's well-being is tied to that. It's very going to be a very interesting next month and a half for them with him. Well, it's going to be an interesting week all of a sudden. Who, By the way, who says thing, he's fired up to potentially, to potentially play? play? Who says that? Johnny Gannon did. Ignatius Pride, what 2001. Maybe they put in a package. Little Kyler package. Our good friend Howard Balzer, who will join us later this week. H. Balzer. I mean, he has to be. Kyler Murray fired up, ready to go, and was, quote, really good in the team meeting today. I put him in the spot. He was excellent. I mean, that changes everything, obviously. That, yeah. If he plays. Yeah. 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 We, we, we remember we, well. Yeah. He hasn't played in a while, been a year. 
But it's, listen, I like our defense. This is a, that's a tough. That's a this is a tough place to play. Your first game back, we have been. I agree. I agree on all of it, but it's dramatically different than Clayton than Tune. Clayton Tune. Well, for sure. Yeah. That, that would be a very different thing. So we'll have to keep an eye on that as the week goes along. I do think it could still be, like, the way that it's being phrased and the way it's being, t- it feels a little bit like posturing to me. Yeah, we'll know. Yeah, I mean, you, you'll know as the week goes along what, what but now something to pay attention to because I thought there was no chance. And now maybe it is just posturing. We'll see. Oh, I mean, I feel like, and who knows? I feel like the Browns, this feels to me, yeah. Like the Browns will have a f- pretty good idea of what's actually going to happen. I mean, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some gamesmanship from our boy, yeah. but like we traded them Dobbs. There's clearly a good relationship and pipeline there. Yeah. I think we'll have an idea. All right. We will attempt, I, guess, I should say, Dr. Z will attempt to guess the spread coming, coming off up of next. A, lo- a losing week. First right? losing week, yeah. Or did I tie? No, I didn't no, tie. I think he lost, yeah. Second losing week. Second, that's right. That's Six and two. Honesty is the best policy. Cleveland Browns Daily 850 right. ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. For team of injury lawyers dedicated to every client every day, call 1-800-ELK-OHIO. Elk and Elk's proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. Time for a little game we like to call Guess the Spread for Week 9. So you are, we're eight weeks in, you're 6-2. 6-2. 6-2. Six and two. Six and two. Six and two. It's, I think sure. it's going to get tougher as the season goes on. I think at the beginning, um, you got mm, to capitalize at the beginning. I don't know. I think no. you're going to be fine. All right. We start on Thursday. And we have bye weeks this week? I believe we do. I believe we do have some bye weeks. Let me check to make sure. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yes, we have four buys, in fact. Broncos, Leos, Niners, Jags. Fan of big fantasy bye week. Then. Huge fantasy Huge. bye week. Yeah, Implications yeah. amok. Yep. All right. Um, all right. Titans, this is Thursday night football. Will Levis, fresh off the four touchdown passes, and the Tennessee Titans. Steelers minus three. <laughs> At Pittsburgh. <laughs> Correct. Steelers minus two and a half. <laughs> Let's go to Sunday, and we are going to start in Frankfurt in the Germany. Dolphins, Chiefs, Frankfurt. Neutral field, basically. Yeah, I don't imagine yeah. there's a big rooting interest with the Germans. Chiefs minus three. Incorrect. Chiefs minus one and a half. Oh, man. I would not have had that. That would be one I would like to do. The, the Germans. Yeah, that would be awesome. I'd send like to me to Germany. I'd like, yes, to, see, I would I'd like to see what that's all about. Would, that would yeah. be fun. I don't need to go back to London. I'd like to go to Germany. Yeah. Uh, one o'clock window opens with Vikings at Falcons. <laughs> Good luck. This is Heineke against, what's the kid's name? Hall? Is Jaron it, Hall? Can I ask a question? Does yes. it feel like Jaron Hall's starting based on the line? Well, they've said he's starting, and I think the line reflects that. Falcons minus six and a half. Mm-mm-mm. Falcons minus five. 
They're in all these. No one knows numbers. what to make of this. One, now you're starting to get my point there, about there some be, of the bad stuff that's out there. Could be seven rookie quarterbacks. Yeah. I think could be seven starting of them this week weekend. Nine? Yep. Cardinals at Browns. Cardinals at Browns. Now this one's completely in the state of flux because I don't. We don't know if it's four. We don't know if it's Kyler. As uh, of right now, Browns minus seven and a half. Browns minus eight. Got it. To That's Lambeau. Oh, it was minus seven. That's why I did seven and a half. Well, what if what when Kyler plays, what does that go to? Five and a half? Six and a half? You think he's playing now? Bo's talking himself into it. No, I mean I look at the I just am curious. Like I was curious what the weather was Sunday. Like what are we in for? Some showers in the morning, but temps around sixty. He has to be activated this week. He has to be active this week because that's his window closes this week to be put on the roster. He's going to be active regardless of if he plays or not. He'll be promoted to the 53-man roster this week. By so November. he'll be eligible. He needs to by November 8th. When is that? Is that actually after the game? Oh, yeah. No, he Today's doesn't have first. to. He's got till November 8th. So he doesn't have to be active. So we're looking at fake news. 59. Yeah. It's not a bad first weekend okay. in November. Yeah. You take that. The bad part is Miles Garrison, Zary Smith, and Oboe, and Dalvin. Yeah, that's the bad part. That's where it starts to get a little dicey for your boy. Yeah. Um. All right. Where are we at? All right. Lambo, just ram it at Green Bay. Just ram it Ugh. at Green Bay. These games are impossible to predict. Just ram it at Green Bay. That's right. Rams minus one and a half. Incorrect. Green Bay, minus three. Excuse me? Yeah, that has to be Stafford. No, Stafford's sure. playing. He's fine. He's got a thing, a thumb contusion, but it's, as we know by now, that's just a bruise. So, yeah, he's going to play. <laughs> commies. what it is? Commies at Patriots. Commies at Patriots. These are awful. Told uh, you. I told you it was gross. Patriots minus one and a half. Patriots minus three. Three? And a half. I have no idea how. What? That's a bad operation. Bears in the Ditka Bowl. Big Easy versus New Orleans. Ugh. Bears at New Orleans. Jeez. Saints minus. So I'm telling you, like one o'clock, watch our game, and that you don't then the rest you're not missing anything. Saints minus six and a half. Incorrect. Oh God! Saints minus five, minus seven and a half. I'm sorry, seven, seven and a half. Seven and a half. Seven and a yeah. half. Two All right, we're Don't still. Call it a losing we're streak. St- I am, dude. Good thing I have a cushion. We're still in the one o'clock window. Seattle at Baltimore, gentlemen. Baltimore minus three and a half. It's Baltimore minus five and a half, gentlemen. What? Baltimore. These gentlemen. lines are odd. Buccaneers. At Texans. Ugh. Buccaneers. I mean, these one o'clocks are death. Yeah. It's awful. Buccaneers minus one and a half. Houston minus two and a half. Well, this is my worst week ever. <laughs> I, I mean, I've been on the wrong team multiple times. <laughs> yeah. Houston's favored? Houston's favored by two and a half. Okay. Four o'clock window. Colts at Panthers. Colts at the stingy at home Panthers. 
Colts minus two and a half. Got it. Exactly. Good job. Two and a half. 425 now. I, I, I can get back to 50. I got to win. You got to win out. Win out. Uh, G-Men at Vegas. Ugh. Even in this could be Tommy league. DeVito against Aiden O'Connell. I don't O'Connell. even know who's playing quarterback. It could be Tommy DeVito against Aiden O'Connell. Pick him. <laughs> Vegas minus one and a half. Incorrect. I should have done that. God dang it. <laughs> Here's a good quarterback matchup. This this is a good one. This is so you get the good thing is you watch our game. Here's what you do. You watch our game. You watch the morning game. Yep. You watch our game. Then you have uh, Ravens, Seahawks opposite, and then you go 425, you go this one, Cowboys, Eagles, and then Bills, Bengals late. No, so you, you have, have one option. Yeah. You have in one every, every, every in every window. There's an <laughs> What's option. Monday night? Uh, Chargers, Jets. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, Cowboys, Eagles. Cowboys. You know, because why, why would you put the Chargers Eagles Sunday night? Last minus. Week, Monday this right. Eagles minus three and a half. Just got it. Minus three. Just barely. I've decided I should never say minus three anymore because then I have to be right on it. So if I go two and a half, I get two and three. If I go three and a half, I get three and four. So I, but there are I, a lot of two and a half numbers in these. There are. We've seen some of those. Right. So, yeah. Um, Bills, Sunday Night Football. Bills at Bengals. Bills at Bengals. Sunday Night Football. Sunday. Bengals night minus football. two and a half. Bengals minus two. Okay. Nice little rally Come back. for respectability. Good, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Monday night, Chargers at Jets. Chargers at Jets. Chargers minus four and a half. Mm-mm-mm. Chargers minus three. Oh, man, that was too easy. All right. All right, so there you go. All right, six and three. How did you, Give how'd you, how'd you, how'd you five, final record did you five and nine? Five six and, nine. and three overall. Yeah. Gibbe, how did he? I feel like you should be. There should be more glee for you in my. In my I think even Gibbe is. A, I think Gibbe is so dazed by the quarterback matchups in the one o'clock window I, that you can't even process that this is the it's national. Hard not so, to be. so someone tell me what the NFL schedule makers were thinking when they put this week together, because even looking at it, you would know. Eh, this this has potential to just be a garbage week. Well, they banked on Aaron Rodgers playing quarterback for the New York Jets. Yes. That's that would have been done. Herbert that would have Rogers. Solved. That would have been a great game. You would have had a great solved. game every window. Every okay, window. but like on every window, on every window. But like Bear Saints. Where are all these people coming from? Uh-huh. Look at this meeting. This meeting. Meeting swapping. I don't know what's going on. It is. There's a meeting swap. It is. Yeah, it was right. right. <laughs> Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's bad ball, man. Is what it is in a lot of the one o'clock window. It's a lot of bad ball. A lot of and yet everybody will be like, "Well, all these teams are like five hundred. They're all within like two games of first place." Are you really good? No, there's no, a lot that aren't. Is the answer? No, there's a lot of there's a lot of bad ball that's being played. Uh, but to our point, though, because even Thursday, I'm intrigued now with Levis on Thursday against the Steelers. That's Damn, Hayward practicing game, full go yesterday. Yeah, that's I don't like that. Pittsburgh's going to win that game. Because that's what they it's do. It's at home. Yeah. It's renegade they're, they're in the gonna, fourth quarter. That. Yeah, Levis is going to throw it into the bleachers. So you're saying tomorrow you're going to be Titans. Huge. Oh, baby. Come on. Huge, huge. you got to root with our hearts a little bit. Nah. 
not on Thursday. <laughs> on, on Monday we can. Right, if your game plan for the season includes buying or selling a home, Howard Anna has the answer to living a winning strategy for breaking down the game of real estate. As the market leaders in Northeast Ohio, more buyers and sellers trust Howard Hanna to be their home winning team. Visit HowardHanna.com slash go Browns today. Z with MJ Emerson coming up next. Cleveland Runs Daily. 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Welcome back to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, sports betting partner of your Cleveland Browns, sitting down with a great friend of the show and the interception leader for your Cleveland Browns with two of them this year, Browns cornerback MJ Emerson. And MJ, let's start in the big picture, right? Go to Seattle. You guys put forth a good effort, didn't get the win. Kind of how's the team feeling coming off of that game? Um, I would probably say disappointed, but also motivated, you know, at the same time. Uh, you know, we want to win whenever we touch the green. But, you know, we watched the film. You know, we put that game past us, and now we, we're on to um, our next opponent. You know, and the most important game was our next game, and that's Arizona Cardinals back that, at home. That is back at home where you guys have been excellent, number one D in the NFL in the home games. But I want to talk about your interception last week and kind of that battle you had with a guy who's been to the Pro Bowl, a guy who's had 1,000-yard seasons, been a first-team All-Pro, DK Metcalf. How did you feel coming into that game, looking forward to that matchup, and then how did you feel when you went back and watched yourself? I'm coming to the game, a big physical receiver, um, number one receiver, you know, the uh, favorite target, you know, all those things. And I was just excited, you know, for the moment, obviously. Um, just me being a hungry young player and just ready to get after anybody, you know, they line up against yeah. me. And it was 14, DK Metcalf, um, that Sunday, you know, and I was excited for that matchup. And you got the best of it. 14 targets for him, only five catches. You got an interception. I want to talk about that interception because three plays before, they basically ran the exact same play. They ran that speed out. He was underthrown. They went right back to it. So did you recognize pre-snap? Were you like, oh, man, this might be coming? Walk me through kind of that sequence of them running that, getting some separation, and then them running it again, and you get an interception. Yeah, okay. Um, they tried They tried to uh, throw it, you know, just to get in field goal range. Um, the, the ball was throw. I mean, the, the throw was actually short. Them. Um, they get on the ball fast, and I want to say it's fourth and two. They run crossing routes, conversion. Boom. They hurry up, get back on the ball. Um, Three by one, time time is clicking. You know, they're probably on their 30, yep. plus 30 or whatever. And obviously, you know, just um, rookie kicker, you know, we want to get him, you know, the, the best kick possible. Obviously, that's what I'm thinking in my head. All this going on at the same time while they're hurrying up. And I get the same stem that I got on the Oki route. That's the out route that he ran before. And he, it, was, it was the exact same stem. Um, this time I burned my eyes like a little, a little longer. I burned my eyes a little longer in phase two just to confirm it and uh, – came out the break just a little bit before he did, and the, and the money was right there. The ball was right there. Yeah, how's that feel? I mean, now you're all of a sudden, you go through your rookie year, you didn't get one, and then all of a sudden now you got two of them. Are you starting to feel more confident in your ability to kind of make those game-changing plays? Yes, sir, I would say so. Uh, it was a big, big play. Um, keep points off the board going into the half. Yeah. And I'm just excited, you know, looking forward to make more plays like that to help the team win. So did you ever get your merce from Greg? No, actually, I didn't. But just walking off the field um, after walking, he said, yeah, man, I still owe you one from your first one. He was like, I'm going to get it to you. So 
You got to ask him. Okay. All right. I'll follow. I'll follow up with him. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fresh on him. <laughs> of course. You just. You've won it. You've earned it. You've earned it now two times over. So I would say so. All right. You mentioned Arizona. On to the Arizona Cardinals. They've got a fast receiver, Hollywood Brown. They've got a big one, Michael Wilson, their rookie, who's averaging 16 yards a catch. And then they got a little Rondale Moore, very shifty as well. When you kind of see those receivers, what kind of challenges do they present? Um, good, good receiver. You know, uh, great receivers actually. Um, rookie quarterback. Not really sure how you know they're they're going to like get everybody involved. Yeah. Um, some deep passes kind of sell. You know, outside of numbers, the ball kind of sell on him. Um, so I don't know. I probably think quick game, take a couple shots, and try to establish the run for the most part. Is this a game where you guys feel as a defense you've gotten together and said, look, we need to go out there and we need to lock this team down. Let's let's put it on us to go out there and get this win. Exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly, man. It's just a game. Um, back back at home, you know, back in front of the crowd, in front of the dog pound, and, and this is a game, you know, just coming off of L, a tough L. We expect to dominate, honestly. We expect to dominate from play one, start fast, finish strong. That's the motto all week, start fast, finish strong. I love it. Let's see it, MJ. Congrats on the second interception. Hopefully we'll get number three, maybe even number four as well. Who knows this weekend against the Cardinals? Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, there you go. Z and MJ Emerson. He's been playing awesome all season. Uh, the whole defense has, but the secondary's been really lights out. MJ in particular mm-hmm. has been what I would call elite. What does that sound like if you were let me could I interest you in this in terms of his his yep. coverage? Let's go. Where he lines up. He is allowing 39.4% completions this year and a 40.8 rating when targeted. If yeah, you can, you can interest me in that. Are you curious as to where that rates? I, I am. am. I am nationally in the I'm, National Football I'm League. I'm pulling it up right rate? now for minimum snaps. Somebody's played. We'll call it starters, right? So 50% of the snaps this year. He rates in NFL rating. He is number three behind Deron Bland, who has four picks that's driven his ring down of Dallas and Jalen Johnson of the uh, Bears, Bears, who was on the market yesterday. On, right? on the market, yep. And then in terms of his percentage of targets allowed, he is number one, 39.4%. Number two, Jeff Akuda, 40%. Jeff Akuda's had a nice year. Nice bounce back for him. Yeah, in Atlanta. Uh, so he's number one in that regard. We do have, um, I'm seeing uh, ESPN Cleveland and many others with this. We do have Deshaun Video back so in the bubble. I was trying to show you. Um, you want to see it? I thought it was stuff that only you had access to. No. Yeah, okay, this is out there for the public. It looks good. No, he's, he's ripping it. He looks like he's throwing the ball like normal. That first, even a little short, like he, you can, it looks totally different than it looked last time we saw him. Yeah. Even the camera has to move with some quickness. Mary can, the camera's having to move it. Yeah, I like it. But it's got to be Sunday. That's the whole thing. We gotta get to, we're, we gotta be we're a few days good. out still. Got to be feeling good after this thing. Yes. And then you got to be, you have to stack them. Stack them. Yeah. But this is a positive sign for sure. I mean, everybody is saying the zip is back. That is the consensus that he is. He's throwing it like. Now, when was the last time that we saw him? Did It would have been Indy week. That we, did anybody see him even that week leading up to that? Or because he I, was limited and then he practiced Thursday and then Friday he, he was Friday. I thought didn't he do something? He did limited Thursday though, right? What the week that he played? Week of Indy. It was nothing Wednesday, limited, limited Thursday, Thursday, 
full, full Friday. Friday, but nobody saw that. Right. Right. So like this is the first time we've seen him throw in a long time, three weeks or so, right? Yeah. Yeah. So look, that's positive. Um, this one's got the chance to be interesting now. You get him back, and um, from a big picture perspective, if if Kyler plays for Arizona, then that adds to the intrigue of it as well. I preferred that he waits a week. Yeah. It seems like a softer landing spot. I don't want to have to be chasing Agreed. that little bugger around. No interest in that. Agreed. But, um, yeah, that so that changes it a little bit there with, with that side of it. But this is a tremendous step in the right direction. Um, but as when you were trying to show me when we were listening to your interview with MJ there, like, yeah, it's really Sunday. That's where we got to get. We got to get to a point. I, and I agree with you. It's You made this point earlier in the week about how important it is for him to play this Sunday. It's important for next Sunday. Because there, there's just it's so hard to be able to map out a scenario where you don't play football for six weeks uh, of any consistency, and then you go into Baltimore and try to beat the Ravens. And if you lose to the Ravens, then the divisional is it's pretty much out of the question because you're talking about a two game deficit to them. So it, that's as that's as close to a must win if you're trying to win the division as you're going to get two weeks from now in Baltimore. Yeah, we, and this is this one first. This has a lot of pressure. For sure, but it, this team is not good. They're not. Like, Th- this team being Arizona? If, yes. If we no. Went one through 32. No, not us. If we went one through 32, this is 32. <laughs> yeah. Right now, as currently constructed, if Kyler Murray doesn't play, this is the worst team in football. Yes, yes, yes. And then yes, it's yes. Chicago. Yes. Well, Chicago still has DJ Moore. Like, they have some things cooking. Sweat's going to play for Chicago this weekend. So, Chicago's got a couple of things that are alarming. No, but, like, this is... there is nothing here. Yeah. What do we got here now? What do we got there? I don't know. It's like a, a basket full of goodies. Not coming in here, I noticed. Yeah, Arizona's the worst. Yeah, so let's beat them. So let's handle the business and, and take care of it a little I, bit. As I like to say, act accordingly. That's right. You know what I had last night uh, as we were doing the uh, Halloween? I had, uh, Tell me. I had, uh, they had, there's some warm cider on the stove. Oh. So I just took a little glug glug. And then put the cider on top, you know, because yeah. we'll do the apple pie bourbon later on. But isn't that like a, it's a, is that a hot toddy? I don't Close know. Close to it. Usually my hot toddies, I do, I go um, like an, an orange spice tea. Okay. And then I go, um, I think a hot toddy is just lemon, hot water, lemon, and bourbon. And bourbon, okay. I think that, with honey. What's with what apple? I do that all the time, what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but I had it last night. It was great. Delightful. It was Put very good. a little good. fireball in. <clears throat> yeah, no, it's, I mean, Dude. Uh, Fireball, a little cider, yeah. warm it up. Yeah, that's it. Get your it was good. That was really nice for the walk go. around to get that done. What did you go with? What was your uh, what's your casual glug glug? Uh, it was Whiskey War. My good friends at High Bank. That was go. that's what it was last night. But like a Woodford would be nice in that scenario. Any, anything like that. I like a ninety proofer on the glug glug. Forty five percent. Get you every time. I don't know why they wouldn't have just done it. It's a great point. I think I know why. Because I think it's an easier well, nobody knows what proof is. And it sounds so, cool. And it sounds cool, yeah. Do yeah. you guys did you guys watch I did not watch all of SNL this week, but did anybody watch the George Washington skit? No, I so it's funny you say that. I haven't thought about watching SNL in forever, but I do like that guy, the comedian who hosts He was very good. He was awesome. Okay, so the I, George I Washington saw his skit. stand up and then I watched right. the second skit, which was like the chef one. And then I I stop. So the, there's okay. other skits that come that are great. The George Washington skit is must watch. Okay. okay. I won't even. And is he good in it? Is he's he in it great in it. Okay. It is along the lines of the absurdity of like proof and 
Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And the Foo Fighters were fantastic. Well, yeah. and didn't Walken introduce him because he blew it the last time he introduced him? He called him something else. And so they had they brought Walken back to do it. Well, Walken was pretty good. He was in the He was in the, he was in the first. Well. Uh, yeah, yeah, he popped in. He's yeah. great. Oh, my God. He's spectacular. He doesn't look great to me. He's got to be in his late. Dude, we're men, we're 40. He's got to be in his mid 80s. He's got to be. And he was trying not to laugh he's, from the moment he stepped out on stage. Yeah, he was I mean, so excited, you could tell, like, oh, yeah. back and doing he's it. He's got to be. Like, he was in Deer Hunter in the 70s. I mean, that's. 80, exactly. It had to be, yeah. March 31st, 1943. Yeah, it had to be. It was no good. Like, because you never know with the comics. Like, uh, yeah, you know, can you act? Or he was, he seemed a little nervy in the monologue, and then he settled in yeah, when he, he got some yeah. laughs. Yeah. Yeah, he's the one that does the new math bit that yeah. I play all the time. When, yep. it, when, the, when the kids would bring home this ridiculous math with a page that's this long trying to get to something that Squares I could have done up here. circles. Yeah, I'm going, what is all this nonsense? Yeah. Yeah. If you just it. do it my way, you're done in 10 we minutes. We can just do it this way. Yeah. And that's his whole bit. It's a funny bit. Uh, all right. So much more to come. You are – oh, wait. i got to tell you about this. Pet Supplies Plus. Give you a chance to win tickets to home games all season long while providing the best deals for your pet at over 75 stores throughout Ohio. Enter to win at clevelandbrowns.com slash Pet Supplies Plus. Receive a coupon to use at your local store with your entry. Pet Supplies Plus, proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. Buddy Garrity this morning. First time that he's seen snow since he was a baby. Nice. Yep. And he treated it like he treats the pool. Like, very nervous. Oh, uh, yeah. So was Ace. Like, I, what do I do here? Lava. I, lava. What do I do here, Dad? I don't know. So, but he got it sorted out. Go thrive. My my puppy this morning could not have been more excited. Was yeah, he did well after that. Uh, but I had to I had to tell him several times on the walk that this was not a walk where we're going to sniff things. Correct. Like we're going to move this along. We got things to do here, bud. So much more to come. Cleveland Browns Daily, eight fifty ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet. Now live in Ohio on eight fifty ESPN Cleveland. Join Ken and Gerard tonight, 7 to 8, Browns preview show all along the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns radio network. Juan Thornhill joins the program tonight. I feel like it's crazy that it's already Wednesday. It's first Friday. Also, it's the how first, about the first fact Friday of the month. It is the first, first, first Friday, Friday of the month. month. The idea that it's November is harder for me. Yes. It's wild. It's also weird, like, what's happened with the NFL schedule, how it's gotten so spread out. That college football is down to its last month, and we're not even halfway. No, that's pretty wild. That the way the NFL calendar has now shifted so far back that you're not even halfway, and you've got Ohio State's got four games left. Yeah, and we have we still have ten. Well, we play many more, a great many more. But just from the standpoint of in the old days, the NFL calendar started Labor Day. Labor Day. And so now we're backed up, and it's at another week. Yeah. So here you are. You're not even halfway. I mean, Thanksgiving always felt as a kid like, well, you're almost done with the NFL season, right? So, all right. The next level is coming up next. We're back tomorrow. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and 850 ESPN Cleveland.